Live your best life. Welcome to the Power Podcast. Our mission is to share all things health, fitness, and wellness. I'm your host, Renee, and I want to empower you to become the best version of yourself. Hello, and welcome back to the Power Fit Podcast. It has been a while since I've actually been on my podcast. I had a baby. Um, we've been through a lot in the last year, so I'll give you the short story. I had a baby last year, and obviously when you have a baby, your time is a lot more precious because you have less of it, especially when you have two children. Um, so I have two children. One is four, and the other is now six months old. So I feel like I'm in a really good place now where I can actually fit in a bit more, um, including my podcast, which I'm really excited to get back on to. Um, and also last year we were in a really long lockdown. I know New Zealand had it pretty good compared to other places in the world, but we were in a very long lockdown from August right up until like the beginning of December. And in that time, um, there was a flood and my small studio business that I also have, um, was severely suffered from that. So I have spent a lot of my time, effort and money, um, to get that place back up to scratch and just get it up and running again. Um, I've done a a lot of coaching with people as well. And my time has just really been going into helping my current clients that I have, rebuilding my business from the scratch, um, using a lot of my savings and stuff to do source as well. And then also just obviously having my baby and being being present as a mum and being present with my children. But now that I am, you know, in a really good space and things are really starting to happen again. Um, my children have got a good routine, both of them do, so now I can really put some time and effort into, you know, my own things, like this project, like this podcast project that I have been wanting to do and, you know, stay on track with for so long. So here I am, I'm back, and I'm really excited to bring to you some awesome, helpful podcasts that will hopefully help you with your health and fitness goals, um, and potentially other people in your life that you know as well. My goal is to definitely get other people on the podcast as well. It's really hard to tie down people though. Um, as you all know, we all have lives and we're busy. And that's fine. So I'll be doing a mixture of solo episodes and a mixture of episodes with other people as well. Getting, getting others on the podcast to share their stories that can hopefully help you with some helpful um, tips and helpful um, information and getting rid of all the BS that does surround the health, wellness and fitness space because there is a lot of it. I wanted to bring the podcast back today with a really good episode to help you learn a little bit more about how you actually lose body fat and sustain it. Now, this is a common question that I get asked a lot in my industry is, how do I lose body fat and how the fuck do I keep it off? And it is a really, it's a really conflicting question because there is so much information out there as to how you should and what you should do to lose body fat, but a lot of the times the information is misleading. And the reason it's misleading is because a lot of the times the information that you're receiving is in order to lose weight, you need to go on a keto diet. In order to lose weight, you need to go on this fasting diet. In order to lose weight, you need to cut out everything that is processed and eat only clean food. There is just so much misleading information out there. It's no wonder everyone's so confused. And you know what? If you're a health and fitness civilian, then you're not to blame. You are not to blame because you do not know. It literally is a lack of education and understanding, which is also not your fault because if you haven't chosen this industry or gone down the health and fitness avenue, then you're not expected to know these things. It's people in the industry and it's professionals' responsibility to give you that knowledge and to give you the correct knowledge too. So many doctors and 
um, PhD holders on Instagram give out so much misleading information. I've heard people say that eating fruit makes you fat. I've been, you know, I've heard things from people saying um, that you need to only eat meat. And then I've heard things from other people saying that, um, you know, you can't eat any food that has lectins in it. There's all this stuff out there that is just very confusing. And it's no wonder people have no fucking idea what to do or they always end up back at that square one, you know, when they, when they want to lose some body weight, lose some body fat, and they always go back to that, okay, I don't know what to do, this didn't work for me, now what do I do? So there are a few reasons why. Um, that was the first reason. The second reason why things don't work um, is because you've been too restricted, uh, restrictive. So if you're really restrictive on the food that you eat because you're on a specific diet, that then leads to things like binge eating or leads to things like, Uh, giving up really quickly so you might have been on this really strict restrictive diet for a week and then you get to the end of the week and you're like screw this I can't do this I've got no life I'm not enjoying myself I'm very unhappy so you end up going back to you know the old habits that you had before doing the diet which means you don't get results and then because of that one week and then going off track, you go, okay, I'm going to give it a go, I'll start Monday again, you get back on track again for Monday, have another week of this restrictive diet, and you're like, I can't do this anymore, this sucks, and you end up just going to what I call fuck it town, and you just go, for, you go to town on all the food that's that you can find, because you've restricted yourself from it for so long, and you end up um, either putting more weight on, because you've gone from eating not as much to even more, or Uh, you don't see any results at all because there's no consistency. So there are a number of reasons why, um, you know, a lot of results aren't seen when you diet and those tend to be the top two. Um, What I always, I like to, I like to see restrictive eating as something we do um, and, and it kind of like creates this scarcity in our brain. So if you think about primal days, back when food was scarce, you know, when you had to hunt for your food and you had to gather your food, it was, it was a scarce thing, right? You had to go, Um, and look for food based upon seasons, uh, weather, you know, you had to really learn about your environment. What was going on in your environment is how you behaved. So if you knew that food was something you weren't going to be having every single day, like what we do now, then, you know, you you knew that when you did get food, it was something you'd have to make sure you got enough of. So you ate as much of it as you could before, you know, getting your next meal again, which could be a few days from the day that you'd eaten. And again, depending on the weather and the season, that would also change again. If it was winter, you'd probably find yourself eating more on a day um, because finding the animals to to then eat might have been a lot harder um, in that particular season. So do you see where I'm going with that? It's, it's just, you know, that's that's how we used to eat. Now, when you put this restrictive mindset in front of a food, naturally what's going to kick into the brain is, shit, I don't know when the next time is I can have that. Then, you know, if I keep restricting myself from this, then I, I better eat it tenfold. Um, before my diet starts tomorrow or you've restricted yourself for a couple days and then you get to day four and you're like oh I just need it I need it I need it I I need to have that thing and you just go and eat it but you eat it tenfold so by putting that restriction in place it's almost like this primal thing inside of you goes oh my I don't know when I'm going to be able to have that again I better eat it but I better eat so much of it because I might not be able to have it again for a very long time because you've put that restriction upon yourself. So that is my weird and wacky way of describing how restriction kind of works with the brain um, in a way that everyone can understand. And it probably does connect to you as well and it makes sense. But restriction upon food 
it doesn't serve you. Um, you're better off to eat chocolate and include it into your daily caloric intake than to tell yourself you're not allowed to eat it at all. You're better off including pizza in your daily intake if you, if you like it and if you want it at least once or twice a week than not having it at all. It's very important that you do not tell yourself you're not allowed certain foods. Um, it just, it creates a bad relationship with it and it can, what it's usually what stems to a lot of people's disordered eating. Now, if you're triggered by disordered eating, then I suggest you listen to this podcast with someone that, you know, can help uplift you afterwards. We're not going to be talking about disordered eating, but I just thought I'd mention um, that if, you know, any kind of podcast where the food is the topic, it's really important that you do have someone with you when you're listening to it, or you just don't listen to it at all until you are mentally ready to do so, or your um, professional that you're working with has given you kind of like the okay to start, you know, putting yourself into these learning environments and situations again that's just a side note so back to fat loss and how to sustain it now restriction is the leading cause of not being able to sustain it because we restrict ourselves we then want to binge on that food item tenfold or eat more carbohydrates than we've ever eaten in our life because we decided to be a keto dieter um all these things can happen from that from that you know number one cause of restriction now the other reason why you know, fat loss doesn't occur is because we're not eating within our caloric intake. And everyone has a different calorie requirement. We have different calorie requirements depending on our level of activity, how much energy we expend in a day. And that comes down to, you know, how much movement you do, um, what you do for a living, you know, if you're running around after children or if you, you know, you're running around after dogs or whatever it is you do that all comes into your how much energy you expend which then leads to how much calories your body requires then if your goal is fat loss it's understanding what your calorie deficit is for you as an individual which again is different for every single person if you're wanting to see fat loss you need to be in a calorie deficit there are so many people out there that say calories don't count um and you shouldn't be counting calories and all this stuff and I get that for some people mentally it doesn't help their situations or doesn't help their mental health or doesn't help their in relationship with food but it is really important that if you want to move to a more intuitive eating path you need to understand how much calories your body requires and you need to understand your portion control for you and to understand that we do need to kind of come to a bit of a point where we take responsibility for tracking our calories and understanding what it is that we need um, as an individual so it's not that you're putting restriction upon yourself you're literally just tracking your calories and making sure you are getting enough or you know not eating too much for you as a person and by tracking the calories using some kind of an app that you like using is going to help you to do that and another thing we should be looking at when we cut when you're tracking our calories is not getting too caught up on the macros and going oh I should be having this amount of protein, carbohydrates, fats, blah, 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 just focusing on the protein first, because that tends to be, from my experience with working with clients, the hardest macronutrient for people to track. So if you can track your protein and make sure you're getting enough for you as, as an individual, and if you're strength training and you're really wanting to increase your lean body mass, then protein is really important to maintain. Um, we want to have a high lean body mass. It's it's really, really um, important. And if you want to build muscle, aka tone up, lean body mass is what you want to look at increasing and or maintaining. So looking at how many calories a day you're having, being in a calorie deficit, but also knowing that you need to be in a sustainable calorie deficit. Being in a calorie deficit, um, which means you know eating a less amount of calories than your body requires, um, 
every single day, same day for like say eight weeks solid may lead to metabolic adaptation, which is when the body adapts to the amount of calories that it's eating for survival and it thinks, yep, this is all I need. I don't need to worry about any more or any less. So by doing that, you put yourself at risk of that happening, metabolic adaptation happening, which means if you want to be in a deficit, you may have to be eating even less, which we don't want because then we become hungry over it and that's when we go to fuck it town again. So ensuring that you're in a sustainable deficit means you need to be in a calorie deficit, say five out of seven days. And then two out of seven days, you're having those refeed days where you're increasing your calories up into your maintenance phase. Now, once you have reached your fat loss goal by being in your deficit, which remember is not forever, it's not long-term, it's a short-term thing, you then will find yourself, um, you know, at those results that you wanted, you then find yourself needing to be in a reverse diet. So it's really, really important that once you have finished your deficit and you've reached your goal, that you are in a reverse diet. There may come, come a few like points in time throughout your deficit that you need to take a diet break because you're not seeing results or mentally it's getting hard and that is also fine. And that's why I always suggest working with a professional like myself um, to help you to reach those goals and be able to make sure you're on the right track. Someone that you can constantly ask questions to, someone that can keep you accountable and just make sure you are doing things correctly. Now, another reason why fat loss might not be occurring for you is because you're not moving enough. Now, I'm going to give you two scenarios. So we've got person one and person two. Person one goes to the gym six days a week, works a sedentary job, and when she tracks her daily movement, she's only doing about 3,000 steps a day. Person two has a sedentary job, but this person does six to 8,000 steps a day and does four gym sessions a week. Now, a lot of people would think, well, the person doing six gym sessions a week is probably going to get the better results. Bearing in mind, these people have the same weights and the same calorie intake. We want to keep everything the same. The only thing different is their daily movement and their gym sessions. The person number two who does the less gym sessions but just moves her body more throughout the day is actually going to have the better result. The reason being is because she's keeping her non-exercise activity thermogenous high, her NET is what we call it. So she's moving throughout the day, even though she's, she's sedentary, she's making sure she's going for a walk, she's getting up in between meetings, she's getting up and down to get more water, she's making the effort to move her body more, which is so important. Keeping that NET high and making sure you're keeping your body active throughout the day is actually going to help you to burn those calories more because naturally you're active and naturally you're using your body and using things more. So of course you're going to be burning more calories, using more energy to do so. Versus a person who just goes to the gym for 45 minutes a day and then does no other daily movement, your results aren't going to be um, as good as, say, person two. Now, I know sometimes when you work a sedentary job and you're a parent, it can be really hard to get your steps up. Um, or even if you work a sedentary job and you're, you know, there's a lot of hours at your desk and you find it really hard. My suggestion would be to tone down on the gym sessions so that you're doing, say, four gym sessions a week, you know, heavy strength sessions or good resistance sessions or something like that, and making a bit of more effort to keep your steps up as well. So if you can use time in the morning to go to the gym, you can also use time in the morning to, say, do some walking or, you know, whatever it is that can help you to get that neat up and to keep those steps up. So finding that nice, healthy balance between your gym sessions and daily movement. 
the more you practice daily movement, the better you'll get at it. It's like any habit you want to create. You've just got to keep practicing. You've just got to keep trying to do the best you can. Keep showing up for yourself, taking responsibility for yourself. And eventually it'll just start to be something that you naturally do anyway and all the time. So it's really important that we do keep that neat up um, because that is also going to account to your fat loss and sustaining it. Now, when it comes to sustaining your fat loss, once you have worked on that calorie deficit, you reverse your diet, you've really created some great habits with your daily movement, your neat and your exercise, you're then going to see a huge improvement overall with you know your fat loss but remembering that in order to see this happen we need to also be consistent with everything it's not a quick fix it's something you change your lifestyle around and you're doing this to be more consistent at it to really focus on your overall health and to be all-roundedly more healthy and that way you'll be able to sustain it now getting rid of restrictions making sure you're you know not restricting yourself so that you don't find yourself binge eating making sure that you're not limiting your your food intake during the day so it doesn't come to an evening where you find yourself eating lots of food you're finding a well-rounded balance with everything there is so much more to fat loss and there are so much other things that can happen when we do have restriction upon ourselves and, and whatnot which is definitely um you know means i need to be doing a lot more podcast recordings but i just wanted to give you the basics on fat loss and this is where you need to start. If you have no idea what you're doing, don't try and be a hero and do it yourself. Honestly, seek help. And once you get the help to do it correctly from the start, instead of paying for the next gym challenge, pay to get yourself a nutrition coach or nutritionist or someone who knows what they're doing in the space to get you doing things correctly. Because if you just keep paying for challenges, that adds up. It really, really does. And you end up spending thousands of dollars over time on challenges, never seeing results, whereas you could have just invested in a coach who can actually help you alongside your journey, hold you accountable to actually get you the results that you really, really want. So it's really important that if you don't know what you're doing, you reach out and you ask for help. If you have somewhat idea what you're doing or you've been in the space before, it's just about getting the tools that you once learned then this maybe is your indication to start looking into those things again and, and applying those tools of knowledge. But remember, you have a daily budget of the amount of calories and what you put into that daily budget is totally up to you. You can eat chocolate, you can drink wine, you can still get results. You can eat salads and and just, you know, eat whole foods if that's what you prefer. And of course, you're still going to get results. You're still going to get results either way you go. But remember, when it comes to counting calories, you don't want to go down the route of just eating whatever you want all the time because we still need to remember about our inner health which is also really important and vitamins and minerals and all those other good nutrients so it's finding balance between between it all and just not allowing the restrictions to occur because as soon as we start restricting remember what I said we're going to want it tenfold so let go of all of that and you will find this journey a lot easier a lot easier to sustain so I hope this little podcast has helped you understand like how you can achieve fat loss and how you can sustain it. Remember, you've just got to keep going, stay consistent. Don't keep starting Monday. Don't keep starting next month. Don't keep starting after the holidays. Just start now and be consistent from the day you start. The moment you start, just keep being consistent. And if you fall off the wagon or whatever happens, pick yourself back up the next day because the next day is your next opportunity to try again and keep going and keep doing the best that you can because if you shop for yourself every day in some way you are doing the best you can and that means you're on the right track to achieving your fat loss success and being able to sustain it. A lot of it comes from the mind as well first it's not just about 
what you eat and how you exercise, the mind also needs to be exercised. And how you treat your brain is really important. So how you talk to yourself, how you treat yourself, how you, how you, you know, talk about your appearance, all of that really does matter when it comes to fat loss as well. It's not just about the aesthetics. It's not just about the food. There is just so much more to it. And that's why I'm a huge advocate for loving yourself first so that you have time to then put love into other things. And sometimes when you do a bit of deep work and self-love work on yourself, you'll find your nutrition journey a lot easier because you're not doing this to you know, punish yourself or because you loathe yourself. You're doing this because you purely love yourself and you're doing the best thing for you. So I'm going to leave you with this. And I hope you have the most fantastic day and evening or morning or whenever it is that you listen to this podcast. And I look forward to talking to you in my next one. It'll probably be another solo episode. But like I said, there will be a couple of episodes where we have guests on board, um, which I'm really, really excited for. So please, if you did like this podcast, give it a five star review. If you didn't like it, then just don't leave it a review at all. I prefer the five stars. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> positive, positive. Um, if you have any feedback for me at all, please also do give me a DM on Instagram or send me an email, ptwithrenee at gmail.com. If you have any particular topics that you would really like for me to discuss, then please also, if you have any topics, if you have any other topics that we'd really like for me to discuss, then please also do let me know as I love to be able to help you with things that are going to really actually help you. So I can talk about all these things that people need help with from what I hear from clients, but I can also help you if you just put in, you know, a, a DM and say, I would really love for you to do a, a podcast on this or talk about this. Um, that would really help me to help you even more. So have the best day ever, the best night ever. Remember, just do the best you can. Stay consistent. And take responsibility for you and your health because you are worth it. Thanks for listening to the Power Podcast. I hope you can take something valuable away to implement in your own life. Be sure to tune in to our next episode soon. And if you need further help, check out ptwithrenee.com. You'll find loads more information on nutrition, fitness, and lifestyle tips. Live your best life and we'll chat soon.